0: This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2454, The Bad Habits That Drive Self-Sabotage and What to Do About Them by Suzanne Falter of SuzanneFalter.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, the guy reading to you every day of the year with permission from the authors. And with that, let's get right to another post and start optimizing your life. The Bad Habits That Drive Self-Sabotage and What to Do About Them by Suzanne Falter of SuzanneFalter.com. Sometimes a light comes on somewhere in the depths of your mind, and you can see your reality for what it actually is. Recently, I had one of those moments. Since my work writing fiction recently ended, I've begun to see how quiet I've been about my other work, particularly the speaking and workshops I've been doing on the side since 1994. In the last 30 years, I've spoken to audiences ranging from first responders, attorneys, and transplant nurses, to advertising executives, budding writers, and burned out real estate agents. One of my workshops was licensed by more than 600 coaches in 30 countries, and it's been led thousands of times. I've had audience members break down and cry when my talks were over. I've even gotten fan mail from my attendees. But you'd never know it, would you? and not because this work didn't have value, and most certainly did, and it still does. I haven't really marketed my speaking or put it out there much because, weirdly, I wanted people to ask me about it instead. All this time, I had the mistaken belief that being quiet about my speaking would be appropriately humble, or even <sighs> noble somehow. It turns out that this is nothing less than self-sabotage. Apparently, a lot of us codependents suffer from this. It's often hard to see your self-sabotage for what it is. All you know is that somehow it isn't quite safe to live your dream. Someone somewhere in your past gave you the message that it was best if you stay off stage or at least keep one foot in the shadows. And so you internalize that warning in your gut. All this time, you've dutifully laid low. You'll know this is you if this blog is making you feel a bit uncomfortable And please note, self-sabotage can apply to work, to love, to your health, to anything you really care about. You know you're self-sabotaging when something you dearly love just keeps on eluding you, or you can't seem to get started with it, or perhaps you can't finish. To that end, I've created the following checklist. See if any of these behaviors sound familiar. You keep a chronically disorganized desktop or files. If you have to quickly locate, say, a helpful database of contacts or a list of relevant accomplishments or even a better online dating headshot, you can't. Such things might not even exist, or perhaps it's all in your head still waiting to be recorded somewhere. You run out of steam when it's time to move forward. Sure, you can create the beloved work or the new sexy look, that's the fun part, but show it to others or actually put your profile up on a dating site, You'd rather pull your hair out. Consequently, no one ever sees your starting first chapter or your beautiful smile. This way you stay small and ephemeral and safe. There's a repeating pattern of failures. If you look back through time at your quest, you see lots of missteps, many bad first dates or lousy would-be relationships, businesses that crashed and burned. Each time you almost got there, but never quite accomplished what you'd hoped for. You attract people who help you stay small, the agent who keeps losing your manuscripts, the business partner who's always too busy to get started, the boyfriend who won't commit. Take a good, clear look at who's connecting to you and your dream. Will they really come through for you? Is this really what you want, truly? You are under-resourced. You don't have the money to make things happen or the time, or perhaps you're living in a place where you just don't jive with the other folks. Think, say, being a salsa dancer, living in a place where people still foxtrot. Either you never get started or you never finish. Perhaps you feel hopeless, or more likely you convince yourself this life passion isn't all that important and that the needs of everyone else around you are. You can't get going or even stick with your project. Take note, this is different from losing steam because that thing is no longer fit. You keep thinking you'll be discovered. Your fantasies are not about pitching the New York Times repeatedly and eventually getting a yes, or about going on a hundred bad first dates before you find the one. Instead, yours are about being discovered like a Hollywood starlet perched at a drugstore counter who magically gets discovered. You half expect the big break will happen when you least expect it. Perhaps it will, but not until you put in the requisite work. Does any of this resonate? If so, listen on. To move past all that self sabotage, you have to get real about where you are currently at. Instead of giving up, take notes on what needs to change. Then get busy and begin to make baby steps in a more positive direction. You can do this. Over time, those baby steps become bigger and bigger leaps towards your goals as you gradually emerge in all your power. The phrase, fake it till you make it, applies here. The key is to allow yourself to take as long as it needs. And prepare to be patient, friend. Your progress may not happen all at once. If you are honest with yourself, it will indeed happen. Just keep on moving. Refuse to settle for less than you need and want. If your project requires more time, make it happen. If you need to move to find the love of your life, then follow your instincts and do it. Resource yourself well, friend, because you deserve it, and frankly, so do we. The rest of the world wants and needs what you have to offer. As for me, I'm building a brand new speaking site right now. I even got myself some new headshots and designed a roster of updated speaking offerings. I'll be proudly sharing them here within the next month or so. Our personal progress is always rolling forward, but only at the pace that we allow. So why not surrender to your own particular greatness? It may actually be easier than you think. You just listened to the post titled, The Bad Habits That Drive Self-Sabotage and What to Do About Them, by Suzanne Falter of SuzanneFalter.com. One of the best things you can do for your kids is to teach them how to manage money. And this should be started when they're little. And that's why I'm so excited to tell you about the sponsor of today's episode, Go Henry by Acorns, the smart debit card and learning app for kids six to 18. GoHenry helps kids learn about all things money, earning, spending, saving, budgeting, and so much more. You can even track their chores and pay their allowance right in the GoHenry app. And with their Go Henry debit card, they can put their skills to use in the real world. Plus parents can set spend limits and get real-time notifications whenever their kids use their cards. I seriously wish I had this as a kid. I had to learn about money the hard way as an adult. If my parents had set me up with GoHenry as a kid, learning to adult would have been so much easier. Set your kids up for success and get started today at gohenry.com old. Terms and conditions apply. Renews from $4.99 per month unless canceled. And thank you to Suzanne. Personally, I think self-sabotage is one of those things that we think of last because it doesn't make sense intuitively that we would even do it to begin with. After all, why would we want to sabotage ourselves? Just doesn't really make sense on the surface. But as Suzanne mentioned, there could be just some internalized warning that maybe you haven't come to terms with and recognized for what it is. It could be a tiny defense mechanism trying to prevent your future self from being hurt based on something that happened in the past, And it's a split-second reaction or decision that doesn't even occur to us. There are plenty of reasons why it might happen, but again, sort of like what we talked about yesterday, we have to recognize it first. Having professional help can definitely make that a bit easier, but hopefully hearing an article like this helps launch that thought process. So with that, thank you for being here and launching Every Day With Me means a lot. And I'll see you back here again tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.